When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. As you know, here at The Coffee Breakup with Marvin and myself, we take mental health very seriously, especially when it comes to therapy. It can be awkward, but the beauty of our sponsorship now with BetterHelp is the accessibility that you get literally over your phone or on the computer, however it is that you need to communicate with someone at BetterHelp to get that therapy that you need. So without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and the Coffee Breakup listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash The Coffee Breakup. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash The Coffee Breakup. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. During those times when people are like, oh, this is not going to get better, this, this is the worst thing ever. Like, my life is going to be miserable. I never had that thought. Like, even when I was in the lowest point of my life, I knew. I was like, this is not it. Like, I'm not destined for this. Isn't it liberating? Yes. Being able to be yourself. Like, yes. with the person that you want to be with. And to be comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. right. It's, I feel great. It's refreshing. It's like yeah. you can let go. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in past relationships or you were people you were dating, it's like, oh, I have to be this person because they don't like who I am. Or, or maybe they say, oh, she's too much. She's too much. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I'm just not enough for her. Exactly. There's I have a, to I'm, pass the blame. I'm not asking for too much. I'm just asking the wrong person. Exactly. And so that is also a way you could you could kind of put that, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's you have to forgive the people who call, who said, that, hey, you were too much. I was too much I for do, you I do time. forgive them. Yeah. If, if I wouldn't have forgiven them, I feel like I wouldn't have written the book. You know, because I would still be holding that Amy of like, ah, you did me wrong, this and that. You think I was too much. But I think through the book, I actually forgave them and most importantly, forgave myself because um, I feel like I was ashamed of the things that I had done. I didn't think I was the, the ideal person. I was like, what is wrong with me? But I had to forgive myself because, like I said, like I was just doing the best that I could. Even if yeah. I did something wrong, I was just trying my best. It's closure. Or you, because mm-hmm. you you had mentioned that about your book when you had wrote, written your book. That wasn't that a little bit of closure for you. Amazing. It was it was closure because at the end of the day you have, and I, I'm a firm believer of because people are like oh I gotta find closure. You have to make your own closure. Agreed. Because other people can't give you that closure with yourself. With yourself, mm-hmm. I did the best I could at the time of what I had. I have to forgive myself that they weren't enough, but at the same time sometimes I wasn't enough either. Exactly. I wasn't the best person. I wasn't the greatest boyfriend. Maybe there mm-hmm. were times where you weren't the greatest girlfriend either. And you have to I forgive agree, yourself for, for trying. Sometimes maybe not trying hard enough, but it, it, nevertheless, you tried. Yeah. And, and that is part of closure. Like, I did the best I could at the time with what I know, what, what I you know, 
know what to do. Or accepting that. that you could have done more as well. Then you could have done <laughs> as people, because then someone may not want to accept that, so they keep passing the blame to somebody else, such True. as them, someone saying you're too much. It's like, no, I'm not too much. Maybe for you, I am. Well, what I used to, sorry to interrupt no, 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 you. No, no, well, no. What I used to ask in the past for people to do for me now comes naturally to my partner. I don't really have to ask my partner to do anything. Most of the time, it just comes natural to him just because we it's an act of service. It's an act of love, right? How he was raised and his beliefs. Exactly. That. So that's why I do believe that when you get closer to yourself, you attract somebody who's just not like you, but stands in the same ground as you. Because we still have differences. Obviously, yeah, every human does. But now I'm able to communicate with, I'm like, hey, um, I don't expect you to, but I would like if you did this because it does make me feel more comfortable on the blah, blah, blah. It's not a task for him. He simply is like, that will make you feel better. I will do it. Not because I'm telling him to, just because we're in a relationship. You know, it's it's about um, making sacrifices and understanding that sometimes what means nothing to me means the world to you. Yeah, I think having that um, acceptance to yourself, it allows... It- it allows you to not entertain those that aren't willing to commit to you. Mm-hmm. So those who said that you're too much before you would have been like, why? But now you're like, I'm just not going to waste my time with this guy. This guy just, he, he just can't handle. All right, <laughs> yeah. bro, whatever. Yeah. You know, like now you don't need to entertain or wonder why, how, how am I too much? Why am I too much? That's not, no, like he's just not ready. That person's not enough for you. So mm-hmm. why stress over someone who's not going to have any, and you know any influence in you. they're not on your same exactly so being level. able to find someone who actually understands you and is willing to accept you to you it gives you more power because now it's like wow i have this freedom and I'm, i feel liberated to be myself and now th- that's the type of energy you're attracting like the vibration mm-hmm. you had said earlier like we have the same that's what you attracted because of your security because of who you were but okay i do want to say something it's not like you get out of these toxic relationships and immediately go into a healthy one and everything is solved. It's no. actually the most challenging part because at least for me, um, my I've had such traumatic experiences and I don't live in the past, but it is what I lived with. So since this is my first, I'll say this is my first healthy relationship. Everything is new to me. Like it's new to me for me to express myself and not turn into an argument. It's new to me um, to be get, like given something without asking Um Sometimes in the past, I used to think that I had to, like, say, be a bitch to get what I wanted. And in reality, I don't have to do that now. But it sometimes I do catch myself doing it because it's, like, an old bad habit. And it's like, yeah. why am I doing this? Like, this is not even who I am anymore. It's just an old habit. Like, I, I don't need to be this person for my current partner to be who I need him to be. I could just communicate. I don't have to do any mixed signals, you know, when you're, like... I'm just going to be a bitch so that he can understand that I'm pissed. You know what I mean? Um, healthy relationships are not found. They're they're built. They're created. Exactly. You don't just oh, wind up in a healthy relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It takes, it, I mean, it takes some. You, you, you Healthy people build healthy relationships and broken people, they build broken relationships. That is true. But it takes a lot of work. It's not easy. A lot of work, and, yes. You know, like even for me now, like th- this is the healthiest relationship I've ever been in and I'm so happy. But I, it just didn't just happen overnight. It took okay. a lot of time and energy. A lot of self-reflection. I was single for a good amount of time mm-hmm. um, where I learned that I needed, you know, who I am, who I truly am, and the man that I truly can be and, and, and am supposed to be. So it, it takes a lot of work. People will be like, oh, God, when, when am I going to find the right man? When am I going to find the right woman? It, it takes a lot of work, you know, and, and, and those healthy relationships aren't always perfect. Just like mm-hmm. you were There's saying. no perfect relationship. Never. That is just the new generation and their quotes on Instagram of like, <laughs> if it hurts, it's not love. Like, that makes no sense yeah. to me. M- love hurts sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah. I said this um, on one of my tweets a couple of days ago, sometimes love and pain are one and the same. And for example, in 
my experience, I love my partner and I also feel pain because we're in a long distance relationship. So it's not inflicted pain that he's inflicting on me, but it is a pain of like, when you want to be with somebody when you miss somebody that is sometimes love is like hurts. You get me? Cause there's circumstances that you can't change. Yeah. So that's the reason why I think everything is a balance in life. And when there is love, there is going to be pain. If you think you're going to get into a relationship and not be disappointed, it's not realistic. Sometimes people disappoint you and they don't mean to. It doesn't mean that they love you any less. It's just life. It's just reality. I, I, I think in its purest form, love is also vulnerability. And when mm-hmm. you are vulnerable to somebody, that opens you up to to pain. To pain, yeah. Saying. And so it's not always good. It's not always sunny. And you're giving this person the the, the, the power over you. You're giving them power over you. Mm-hmm. Like direct access. Exactly. Because if they're bad, if they if they say something mean, it's gonna affect you. So you're giving them power, obviously. But ultimately, that's that is where love comes. So it's a good and bad. It's not always uh, positive. And that's what you have I to agree. remind yourself. Yeah, it's a risk. It's a it's risk. A risk. Um, but if you go in there vulnerable and secure with yourself. I mean, it's still the risk, but you go in there knowing what you bring to the table mm-hmm. and what you can offer. And all, all you could do is be the best version of yourself for that person. Exactly. And if you do your part with the right partner who cares for you. And they're doing also their part. They'll do theirs because mm-hmm. they know that you selflessly want to do that. Yeah. You know, and that makes you happy to do that for their partner. And I think when you find that, I think that's, that's very special. Is it's it's no longer, well, you know, I'm going to act a certain way because I this is what I'm, it's, I can be myself and I don't have to fight for anything. I don't mm-hmm. have to beg or it sh- just comes natural. And I think that's what's beautiful. But you also have to be willing to approach the relationship with that mentality. Yeah. And then that's where, and again, it comes into what the, what you attract. Because if that's what you bring to the table, someone's going to come up to you and say, oh, no, too much. And it's not that you're too much. They just can't, they don't have power over you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but you want to give power to someone who's willing to understand to then also be able to give you the power to them. I always say this. It's like pouring okay. into each other's cup. Power to you. Mm. Sorry. I understood what you meant. <laughs> but that's why I said it's like pouring into each other's cup. Like I can pour into your cup and you pour into my cup. It's because we're both flowing we're overflowing so i have love within myself you have love within yourself we can exchange that love but you are love we are love we are love we are love we are are though yeah and i think when you lack self-love essentially you create this um codependency on the other person and I've, i've done it like that is what i'm here through my book and to tell people like i have done it i have put um my happiness outside of myself i have not loved myself at times and self-love is probably the biggest commitment you'll ever make in your life. Like loving yourself, even when you're at your lowest point, even when you don't even understand yourself, you're like, okay, but I'm going to love you because even when you don't have anyone else, anyone else. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. You can't love somebody else if you don't love yourself. You can't. It's so important. And it's the first step of any healthy relationship and healthy human connection. Um, you said you brought something up, and I'm glad you did. You said uh, long distance relationship. You did say that. <laughs> you did say, yeah. hey, for last really person, man. Too. When you first said that, like I, I was like, man, the camera's probably catching. I'm already like, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. She said, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Because <laughs> the last time we were we had you on, we talked we talked about long we distance. We did, and you I said, was vouching for it. Yeah, yeah. You so were open because in my yeah, head I was like, this is gonna to work. <laughs> you were you were skeptical, but you were open. I like that. Yes, that is true. You were more open. You weren't really uh, open to like a permanent long distance, but you were willing mm-hmm. to. So I guess that's because mystery man 
is yes. London. Yes, <laughs> what, 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 what is, uh, is he at? In the UK? Or what is it? Yeah. I heard a couple of things. What? I can't say. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did some research. Right, sources, sources. Yeah, yeah, sources. He did his research for coming on the yeah, podcast, yeah, people. Yeah, it's good. That means that you did your job. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? Uh, so um, long distance. How often do you use? You were like in Europe for like a long time over the summer, no? Well, yeah. It's That's why I said relationships are sacrifices and commitments. Um, I did take some time away from home to be there. And obviously, you cultivate the relationship um, in person. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why I was skeptical is because... I knew it was going to be hard, which it is. Um, the reason why I also don't believe in permanent long distance is because I believe in foundation and stability. And sometimes um, since him and I travel a lot, we see each other in different places. He comes to me, I go to him. There is a lack of stability, right? Of a foundation of like, this is home for us, right? Because yeah. his home is somewhere and my home is somewhere. So although this is our current um, situation, I obviously the relationship needs to go somewhere where we have a foundation, and somebody needs to sacrifice either. You come over here or go over there. Obviously, it's part of the journey. So you don't force those decisions. And I think it's what keeps me in the relationship feeling happy and freely that he's not forcing me to go over there. And I'm not forcing him to come over here. We just have plans of eventually we're going to be aligned where we'll have a foundation somewhere. But you don't know where it's going to be. No. Could be uh, in uh, London or in uh, Miami. Who knows? Exactly. Hey. This is scary but exciting. It's, yes. It's, it's, it's also it's exhilarating. And you're young. You don't have kids. He do, he doesn't have kids, right? No, no kids. Yeah. So you. <laughs> this is the time to do it. If anything, right? What do you think? How did this happen? <laughs> this side of we the world. Met, well, we met here in Miami. Okay. Okay. Is he? A, uh, I don't know if I can even say. It. Is he a DJ? Is yeah, he he's a DJ. Oh, All right. Should we take that out? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to take it out. You can keep right. it, it's but small deep. details, okay, minimal, because I still believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where is he performing next? <laughs> What's his name? What's, What's his schedule? Yeah. Uh, what are you spinning tonight? Um, no, no, I don't care about all that. So wait, so oh, so you met him here, and then how long was he here when you guys when you first met him? Was he here for a while? I'm gonna tell you the reality. Okay, yeah. we hung out probably like three times before you left back to the UK. In a, in a matter in a, of like a week. Okay. And then he went to the UK for like three and a half, four months. And then we just online dated for that time wow. until we met up again. So you guys were just kind of like talking. No, we we'll it. talk every day, like every day, all the time of the day. Okay. A six hour time difference. No joke. <laughs> it's five hours, by the way. When the daylight saving, the daylight saving, yeah. daylight saving. That's true. No, when I will say this, you, this is a good um, build up to this conversation. When two people want to make it work, it will just work. I accept it. There are extreme circumstances. I understand that. But I think um, the distance is a hard yes, but I've been in relationships face-to-face that are harder. You get me? And that is where I'm getting to. It. I think, I honestly think God put this in my life because I needed to learn how to trust somebody. Mm-hmm. And I had big, I still deal with a lot of trust issues just because of my past. And the fact that I didn't have my current partner, I don't have him in front of me. I am forced to for, like trust them. Like I have to trust them. I have to believe that he is doing what he's supposed to be doing instead of the past of my toxic relationship of like being controlling that I talked about that in the last episode, which are bad habits. Like I was very controlling just because I had fear of being betrayed again or being cheated on again. And although I still have those voices in my head of that fear, I'm now able to be like, okay, I need to work through this, through this because there's nothing I could do. So in the like those past uh, insecurities and that trauma, does it resurface to the point where it affects 
your your behavior where you say, hey, what are you doing? Why aren't you texting back? How okay. do you find yourself in that position? Yes. And how do you respond to that? I think it has um, resurfaced, but sure. I was very open about what was wrong with me in the beginning of the relationship. Right. I, I was very crystal clear. I've been myself from day one. So I don't think it comes as a surprise to him. And he has also helped me deal with those issues. So I'm not dealing with somebody that's neglecting them or telling me like, oh, it's just something wrong with you. It's the opposite. He offers me understanding and empathy, which is what we've been talking about. And that is what helps me heal. He's actually, I wrote that about the ending of the book. Um, You will see it there as well. He's included at the end because he's a helping hand in my healing journey. And I believe in your path, you come across people that are angels and they come and help you heal and they have a purpose in your life. So um, that is how I view my current relationship. He's just helping me get through the past. Yeah, you you, you had said on the first episode that it, well, we, we had the conversation of like, if they want to cheat, they're going to cheat. Mm. Mm. Agreed. They'll yeah. do it whether you stress or not. And obviously you had said, you know, this is like your first real relationship. So there's certain things that you're, you're being helped on healing that maybe you haven't experienced mm -hmm. in, in a healthy relationship. But, um, but it's important to, especially with your situation, like it's important to have that, that level of trust. Cause what's the point then? Mm -hmm. It's not like, I can go see you if I don't exactly. trust you. It's, all right, I'll see you in a few hours. You know, <laughs> it's no, it's like, you know, you got to book a flight. But I will say this. I mean, you jumped in the deep end, you know, because you had these trusts and now you're dating a, a, a DJ who, you know, who travels a lot and yeah, uh, yo, who's, who's well, you know, 3,000 miles away. God gives his toughest bottles to his strongest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're going to refer back to that. Yeah. I am a tough cookie. At the end of the day, if, if, since my issues were so big, I think you need to go to the deep end. Because if you surface with the issues, you're really not going to solve them. I like that. So I think because my trust issues were so um, big and just always flashing into my head, the journey said, you're going to get the toughest battle so you can actually work through this. And it's still uh, something that I'm going through. It's not something that I've already passed because um, even though the issues still resurface, I don't dwell on the issue, though. You get me? I just know, like, that's old programming that's what i used to think i used to think that somebody couldn't be loyal now i do believe somebody could yeah. be loyal so it's a lot of self-reflection self and self-work yeah and sometimes you have to hold yourself back and be like hey this is this is the the bad the old me resurfacing and i gotta yeah you're, bro, you're tripping out right yeah, now yeah, yeah, i'll be looking at myself out. like you are tripping out right now you need to relax I'm spazzing <laughs> out. I'm spazzing <laughs> <out>. <laughs> but most of the time i catch myself before i put it on my partner and other times, sometimes I have little twitches where I'm just like, fuck. Same, you know, I have the same <laughs> thing. Sometimes I have like my insecurities. And, and back then I would like either, I would either, you know, blow up or I would just kind of mm -hmm. push it on the rug until it would become a major, huge. A huge. Yeah. Now I have that healthy discussion. I'm like, hey, you know, and it, it's, it's, I never say, hey, you know, this is because you're doing this. It's, it's, it's my, it's me. It's yeah. me. And it's my, my problem, but I'm trying to communicate that with you. And this is what's going on. And, and, and my partner is very responsible and very honest. And she's like, you know, receptive. Hey, you know, and, and then we'll walk through the issue. Exactly. And I love that. And, and you'll overcome that. And it's I agree. With life. I agree. I think over, well, I said it with you guys. Over communication, I think it's, mm -hmm. it's a good thing. Because as long as they're aware of everything that's going on with you, whether it's mm -hmm. good and bad, there's no doubt of what's missing when you're not communicating. Because I know everything already. Um, but damn, long distance that's right. like that. Bro. Well, that's just your trauma showing right now, Viera. Well, he would. You get me? True. It's it's true. it's a trauma for you. True. So, and I understand it. True. I, but you also said that, but you were also you said that you know you're a physical person in the sense like you know you want to see them and stuff like that. So you know with the distance, well you you when you had traveled to Europe, you were with with him. Mm -hmm. 
So that so what what's like next? How do you guys like want to play out the relationship? How's what's the well, idea? Like, I you will come, tell you, you this go. though. Um, I had big communication issues as well, just because I really didn't know how to communicate. Mostly, I was just shout. <laughs> and I think it's also what you sometimes see that you pick up on habits from as well. I didn't really know how to get my point across without bitching, right? Without yeah. being offensive, without bashing. So yeah. I think the times that we spent apart in the longest relationship um, taught me that I had to communicate because like you said, he can't catch my face expression. He can't catch my vibe. Sure. Really, we're just communicating through a phone and through FaceTime. So I really had to um, overcome my ego, I'll say as well, of like, I'm just going to be upset to like, okay, I'm upset. There's no way he's going to find out. So I need to communicate. Yeah. Because how so, is he going to know? How is he going to know? There's one, no way. Yeah. One thing that I'm going to tell you, and, uh, and I want to make it a point here. Mm -hmm. um, if you approach with any issue with vulnerability, you're no longer now putting that issue on anybody else. Mm -hmm. Now it's, it's your responsibility. So if I go to you, Marvin, you know, no big deal, but I felt like this when this happened. Now, instead of me saying like, Hey, why did you do this? Yeah. He's going to be like, whoa. But if I tell him, like, hey, I kind of felt like this when you did this, man. And he's going to be like, whoa, that wasn't my intention. I don't want you to feel like that. Especially, like, for your partner. If your partner's telling mm -hmm. you, hey, when this happened, it made me feel like this. And I, I know you probably didn't mean it, but this is how I felt. Now they're going to be thinking, like, either, well, you're a dumb bitch, because no. But <laughs> if they're cool, they're going to be like, baby, come on. Are you kidding me? Like, you're I'm silly. so sorry. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, what can I do? No, you know that's not nice, because... That's how it is. And I, and mm -hmm. I like to tell that to people because it's always like, oh, I, my coworker, man, me and my wife, we're not having sex right now. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. What have you done for your wife? He's like, what do you mean? I tell her she's pretty when she looks good. And I was like, okay, what else? He's like, well, yeah, sometimes you know, I, we go out all, all the time. I'm like, yeah, but well, how does she feel? What do you do for her? What, what, like, what have you communicated yeah. to her outside of just the physical stuff? Like, make her feel like your wife. He had a huge, like, a, a pretty big accident. And I was like, who was there when you had your accident? He goes, my wife. I'm like, you remember that moment? How did you feel when you saw her there? He says, man, I was the happiest person in the world. I was like, she was here for me. I'm like, okay. Do you need Does to she still feel like that? He's like, no. All right, what are you doing for her to feel like that? So it's like, it's also like that constant effort to kind of do stuff. Damn long distance. I don't know about that. It's no joke. How often do you guys see each other? Like um, we see each other a lot just because we've been traveling a lot. So Okay. We we have we have seen each other more than we have not seen each other. Okay, wow. Yeah. But um essential essentially like what I want to remind people that I'm here back on again is that uh there is a light at the end of the tunnel and I think through the book, you're going to be able to experience, right? Because even if you haven't gone through it, I feel like the book you're going to be able to experience what being in a toxic relationship, coming out of it, and really choosing peace and choosing self-work at the end of the day. But it's all worth it at the end, you know? I think uh, when you go through the tough part in the beginning, it's really hard, like we said, to see the ending. Mm -hmm. But I think like, that's what I want my book to do. I want people to, even if it's in the book and they're in the first chapter, to be like, okay, how do I get to the third chapter where she <laughs> realized that all of this wasn't for her yeah. and she actually overcame and healed and I was in a much better position. That is... But I want people to learn from the book and take from the book, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I, I 100%. And it's also important that people realize it's not, healing isn't linear. It's mm -hmm. not a straight line. You know, even though you read the book from chapter one through three, that's not how healing works, right? So you can yeah. go through different steps and different processes. And it's it's a it's a prog uh, progress and uh, a process as well. So uh, great job on it. And I'm sure it'll help people out.
Yeah, 100%. I think it's important to fall in love with the journey as well. I mean, even the journey, uh, even the, yeah. in the difficult times, because the light at the end of the tunnel will be there. Mm-hmm. But as long as you keep moving forward, no matter where your ups, it looks like it's going great. But then you'll have some downs where you feel like you're taking some steps back. Hey, it's part of it. Because if you had to step back for something, it's you're avoiding something that was in the way. Now you that's just keep true. climbing from where you're at now. Yeah. And falling in love with that journey to get to that point at the end of the tunnel, I think that's that's the beauty. Well, how life. many years were in your book? Like how long did it take you to gather all that you wrote? So the book, the my first book, I wrote it like this, like two months. Uh, yeah, but how day. much content was in up. it? He like how much up. years of experience and just knowledge did you? Put it, it was going. It was probably like two and a half years. That was that was encapsulated in 156 pages, and so, you know, they, I, stuff. Some stuff of the book was written because I was writing blogs. But that's also just that one book because you have other books that are that have more more yeah, years, even more invested. Five, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I have four books now. One other of relationships poetry, that you that it, yeah, wow. it wasn't just one relationship. Every relationship that built makes you who you are, and you learn from it and you grow from it. It's a lesson, and you know I'm grateful for all of them. I I, I never. I'm not that person who says, I wish I wouldn't have met this person. I wish I would have never dated this person. You're never going to hear me say that. Yeah, yeah there's, I have regrets, countless. I wish I wouldn't have done certain things and hurt certain people, mm-hmm. but I did. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to say, oh, you know, like I can go back and change it. I can't. But the lessons that I've learned from it, I would never repeat that. And I think yeah. that is key. That is the key, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing how this, you know, little book can encapsulate so many emotions and memories that's why i had asked you about how long it took you because you said that healing is not linear and think about it i wrote that book in order but there was many times that i went back and forth on it you get me in my experience i just divided it so that people could understand it right and experience it all divided but i was simultaneously like living all those things almost at the same time at the same time that I was heartbreaking, at the same time that I was healing. So a lot of the things in the third chapter were still written at the same time that I was in the toxic relationship. But it was me expressing myself and me actually like a pep talk. You know, it's like, you're going to get through this. You're going to be okay. Yeah. You're going to be fine. And people don't want to admit to it. But a lot of the time, like you could talk to your mom, your dad, a friend. But if you don't talk to yourself and push yourself to do it, there's nobody else that can get you out of that toxic relationship. And to everybody out there who is in these um, toxic relationships and toxic cycles it really is a choice to get out of it for yourself nobody's gonna make that choice for you um god is not gonna come down and be like i'm gonna remove you like you need <laughs> to make that choice of wanting to get out of it in order to break that pattern if not that's just gonna be your life and it's not that you're living wrong that was just your choice of outcome for your life yeah you you have to take that initiative it's hard you know like from the outside speaking in, it's it's always easier said than done. It is. But being objective, you know, how we are, uh, we can easily say without a doubt that it does get better. You just have to put one foot after the next and then just keep going. And then it, it just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. You know, once you're out, it, it feels like it's never ending. But looking <laughs> back in hindsight, I'm like, damn, I did that. I overcame that. And I'm sure you feel the same way. You're like, man, wow, like. I, I, I didn't think I'll, well, you knew you're going to be. At yeah, the but end we're of the speaking tunnel. from experience. I didn't think well, I didn't. I knew deep down inside, but I was just hoping. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was gambling. I was fucking. <laughs> I was just journaling, like, yup, I'm going to get through this. Yeah. Tears on my notebook, but <laughs> you, it's the you, truth. You have to tell yourself and you have to believe it. Um, uh, it's, it's, it takes months, you know, and even now, like, because you, you can heal and you can move on and you can let go and you'll be happy in the next relationship. But there's always going to be moments that a scent, a moment, and a memory. You, you, a certain restaurant you pass or a street, and it takes you back to that moment 
where you felt like you, you know, you couldn't get out of or you mm -hmm. couldn't let go. Songs. The songs. songs. Yeah, yeah. Songs are a big one. So songs. you're like, oh, this, this part of my life was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, skip the song. It, it, it made you, you know, f that at that moment, that song that plays, it, take, it takes you back five, six, seven years. And it's like, wow. But it's okay to kind of, I don't want to say go down memory lane, but to have those uh, memories and those setbacks. and To make you know, it feel grateful for the moment yeah. of now. Yeah. And you're happy, like, you, you know, like, it's it's all about the experience and, you know, like, being happy for them, they moved on, you moved on, it's a new chapter in your life. And there's going to be many more chapters. And and appreciating that is, that's the beauty about it all and the healing and the relearning and the forgetting and and becoming re a rebirth. Becoming a new it person. is a rebirth, And it's like, 100%. the person you are today in this chair is not the same person that we had even Six, even, seven months yeah, ago. Yeah, and that's not even that long, much of a long time it's if you really wasn't. break it, it down. It wasn't. And for us, too, like, you know, some of our first episodes, we don't, the way we were talking and our dialect and our, how we're... We're not the same person, you True. know? And, and All the experience that we've had along the way of people yeah. sharing their stuff. I have a us. question. Another question for you guys. Okay. okay, you guys are both in relationships, right? Yeah. Oh, we're all taking on this. Love it. Anyways, yeah. go love. Anyways, um, do you guys feel like you manifested your current relationship or has always lived in your mind? how this relationship would be like this ideal relationship or just a healthy relationship. Do you feel like you manifested it or like you knew exactly what you wanted your partner to be like? So you feel like you brought that into your life? Yeah. Um, it's a great, great question. I didn't really know what elf relationship looked like. Like I, you know, because I, I, I didn't have parents to show me what elf relationship was like. <clears throat> I didn't have other, like, like I didn't really know it. So I had to kind of learn and on my own, um, but I, at the end, after I got out of my last relationship, I was really positive and, and working on myself. So I put that energy out there and whether it was doing stuff for myself. And I feel like I spoke it into existence, mm -hmm. meeting that person. That's what I, I was did, I, about. I didn't know who they were. I didn't know it was going to be the person that I'm with. That. I didn't even look for them. And that was key. Like, I didn't look for another relationship, it just, but it found me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's key. Like, you can't be looking for certain things, but you have to be... The right person and the right person if you if you bring out that energy you'll attract the right people i, I truly believe that and so the person i'm with now i think i spoke that into existence i manifested that. what about you vera Tremendous. your turn dude it's, it's tough because <laughs> like the the girl i'm seeing now we have a lot of history um i've known her since kindergarten and we rekindled once in college mm -hmm. but I was in a fraternity. She was in a sorority. We were, we were banging. <laughs> Already a bad story. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it, it was bad. But we've always had something, you know. Then uh, when I was getting serious, I was still a fuckboy. But I was, I thought I was getting serious. I love accountability. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, met, yeah she met somebody else. Uh, and they were together for, for a few years, actually. Uh, eventually it died out. And then uh, earlier this year? Yeah. I hope so. If two years and we're still in the same position, that'd be bad. Yeah. So this year, earlier this year, we kind of rekindled, but uh, she had gotten out of the relationship uh, uh, a couple months later. So we had taken it very slow. Um, I now am just completely different than what I was mm -hmm. back then. Different mindset, different goals. You know, I, I want to feel comfortable. I want to be myself. Uh, I don't want to pretend to be someone I'm, but somebody I'm not, but I also want to be able to have someone that understands me and is willing to mesh, just like you mm -hmm. and, and, and this guy that who's willing to tolerate me. Because I could be too much to yeah. some people. I could be a little annoying sometimes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, sometimes. Or maybe they just can't handle me. <laughs> but the point is, with her, it, it's just a lot. It, it was very easy. And I needed that in my life. I needed ease. I needed simplicity. I didn't want anything complicated. I didn't want anything um over the top and and neither did her like she didn't want that either she just wanted something that was that was simple and and we foundationally 
we have something that's very special because we can literally do nothing. The other day, um, on Thursday, we went out and I had no idea where we we're gonna go. We just started walking. We ended up going to this restaurant and they had like this cool. Which, by the way, guys, you guys should all go. It's called um, uh, Aki O C H E. It's on South Beach. Uh huh. It South used Beach. to be Cebo Wine Bar. You guys know that Cebo Wine Bar? Nothing. Whatever. It's all the way at the end. But there's this place. You walk inside. It's half restaurant, but then they have darts. Think of Top Golf. How you when you hit the ball, sure. it lands in, and then you get points. Mm-hmm. It's with darts, and they have oh. different games. It was so much fun. We had a blast. We had. We didn't even know what we were gonna do that night. That is the type of person that 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 she is. Like it's just I'll simple. go with the flow type of person. And but when we're together, that's all we need. And every everything else is just added. Like it's a bonus. That was difficult for me to find because I was always I don't know if I was just more uh, physical centric, just looking for someone who was hot and that didn't have anything, you know, no substance. Um, and not saying that she's not, no, she's very pretty. But uh, I get what you mean though. You were just in the past more stuck on the physical what side, did, and mentally yeah. of yeah. people. Now what did I look like to people when they saw me with someone? Exactly. That's kind of how it was. What, what, External what, validation. What are they going to say about the person today. I'm with? What are they going to s- mm-hmm. say when they see me with them? Yeah. But now I just got over all that bullshit. I'm like, dude, like, what makes me happy? What do I want? I don't care about anybody else. They're not, they're, they're no one in my life to dictate who I want. So, not really to answer your question, but how I kind of fell into this, it's more so we rekindled and it just started making sense where. Life is so simple that we should just appreciate it for what it is. And I found that in someone else. And they make life that much like easier for easier you. Easier and happier. It's, it's pleasant. pleasant. I'll have the roughest day at work. And when I see her, I'm like, where was I again? Yeah, ex- I'm that's here. awesome. I'm here right now, you know? And it was difficult to find, but that's what I got. I think that's so important. Like, your partner is supposed to make your life easier. I see a lot of these people in relationships struggling, grieving, crying, fighting. Or they like, go to their boys complaining about their partner, about yeah. everything. It's like, bro, like, if, if you're not happy, leave. Like what? Like it's true. I, I'm sorry, dude. I it's have no, not as it, easy. It's not as easy, but it's your life. And if you're not happy, I have no sympathy. Very little sympathy for people who, and I, there's the extremes and all that stuff. Sure. And I understand that. Yeah. But your partner's supposed to uh, accentuate your life. It's supposed to make your life easier and simple, and not cause you a heartache and fights and agony. And you go through life miserable because of your partner or whatever. I, I'm sorry, man. Like. Fuck all yeah, that. people will reach out to me and or like or, or I'll hear people vent about their partners and they talk shit about them. And I'm like, man, but why are you saying that? And then they were like, oh, you know, they're your boys, you know, you just open up and you vent to them about certain things. And I'm like, bro, the only thing I talk about my girl to my boys is like how happy I am and how cool she is. And it's like Chill. that's what literally like before he got there, I was talking to my boys and I was like, dude, like the girl that I'm with right now, man, she's awesome. Like I have a like that's what you want to be saying about your partner, not like, oh, I'm unhappy. Look, she did this. It's like, yeah, and I get yeah, it. It yeah. does happen. Yeah, but like. But if it's all I mean, negative, there's a, but if there's it's all exactly, I was gonna tell you. Like, yeah. I would tell my friends, like, oh, I'm really happy. And if I have, let's say, you want to vent to your friend, you can vent to your friend as well. It also depends what you say. I always tell people this, like, I have become a more private person. I think as I grow older, so that's the reason why um, I keep things private. I don't tell everybody everything. I think that when you're young, you're just like, oh my god, this is happening to me. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. And then you give so many people the power over your life to give an opinion, to give what you should do. And the friends that I have now, like Sophie, most of the time when I speak on anything that I'm venting, <laughs> it's not most of the time to get a, a how do I say? It's like to fix it for me. Sure. I just want to talk about it. That's it. I don't like want her to tell me why? like you should do this. I should do that. It's just let me talk. And then I'll yeah. let her talk. And it's exchange of energy to feel comfort, to yeah. be like empathy. But most of the time, I don't want you to fix what's what's going on with me, even if it's right. not to do with my relationship. I'm just expressing myself. Yeah. I don't necessarily need you to give me a solution. And sometimes that's what's pro- like wrong in relationships and relation and friendships. Like 
you vent to them and they're like, oh, well, you should do this and you should do that. It's like, I'm not asking you what I should do. If I ask you, thank you. But if I'm just venting to you, like, I don't want you to resolve this for me. Let's just let, just be a friend to me. Yeah. You also just have to be careful who you share that with because mm-hmm. it's, it's their responses. Whether you want it or not, they're they going to have their... You. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you don't deserve that, girl. You deserve this. And then let's say you had an argument with someone. And you had an amazing boyfriend. You had an argument. Not even that. Well, true. But mm-hmm. let's say you're with someone and I'm arguing. I'm like, oh, this bitch, she's so stupid. And then tomorrow I'm, I post a picture that I'm with her happy. It's like, bro, why did you... like? Did you really have an argument or like what, like you're wasting your time, you're wasting my time? Like that's what where I don't see it. it's like think about what you got, keep it private. Because once you start sharing that information to other people, now you're making yourself look like a fool with whatever mm-hmm. outcome comes out. Mm-hmm. So it's important you keep it to yourself. I agree. Yeah, when I mean when I have people come to me and they they they're trying to vent or whatever or give you know, they have their problems, I always ask, Do you want me to give you advice or do you want me to just listen to you? I yeah. can do yeah, either, yeah. but you have to let me know what you want. Same thing with my partner. Sometimes you come home, you don't want advice from your partner or your boyfriend. You just want to be like, your work, yeah. work sucks. Literally. I had a terrible day. I don't want a solution. Well, what happened at work then? Yeah, what did oh, you do? This. What did you do? No, I don't want to hear this. Just listen to me vent. You're making it worse. When people vent to me, I circle them back to themselves. So it doesn't matter where the conversation goes, I just circle it back to, okay, so what do you want to do? Yeah. What do you think is best? Okay. Well, yeah. It's like, oh, what would you do? I would tell them what okay. I would do. But then I always yeah. be like, but that's what I would do. I don't know if that works for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, always yeah, say that because yeah, I'm yeah. like, I don't want no blame in this in this but game. But Dalia told me. No. I should do this. The worst decision ever. <laughs> I'm a good friend, actually. Yeah, I think man. I get pretty good advice. Oh, man. Um, that's funny. Yeah. I don't, know, I, mean, I don't know how much time we got now, but too much, but. We don't have too much. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Uh, no, we we should start wrapping. Should start wrapping. Should start wrapping. Um, oh man, what a great! I mean, it's funny because well, it's it's always refreshing having you on because we could keep you know, we can go on for another hour. Literally, you know, it's it's such a good uh, energy to have you on. Thank and you. Spreading your positivity and and uh, you know, I know your book is gonna do amazing, and I'm Thank super you. happy and excited for you, especially as a fellow writer. And that's a special moment. And for me, like the, the the days leading up to weeks and months leading up to publishing a book, it's a lot of stress. But I love it. Like I, yeah, I, me I, too. I, I, when I publish a book, it's like I have a million things. I have two jobs. Well, you published four books. Yeah. I'm in shock. I'm like, I've, whoa. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, but still, I don't want it. I'm like, oh my god, the marketing. Oh my god, what am <laughs> yeah, I gonna post? But I, but oh my god. Da, da, da. I love all that stuff. I mean, yeah, gra- yeah, for me granted, like I was late. Like the one of them was during COVID. I was laid off. Like I was at home. It was the peak of COVID, the mm-hmm. pandemic. I was at home. I was writing every day. And then before that, I was always writing. But, and, and you make time for it, but I love all that. That You know, hit the photo shoots and the edit. I did that, that today. I actually, all day today was for my book. I love this it. For you, this. I know. It's Thank so you for exciting. The first time yeah, yeah. So and hitting up Larry, like, hey, Larry, I have this idea. And that's like creative, my creative arch, like uh, getting loose and like flowing. And I'm like, I just want to, you know, create stuff and, and make you know make this happen so not just that but you're also like getting shit done yeah like, you're like so caught up and man i gotta do this i gotta do this but it's like why am i doing all of this yeah oh for what i'm creating for me for what mm-hmm. i'm look at this yeah. well i think what this book has challenged me to i'm pretty sure you had the same experience like this book has challenged me to um break out of my show in, in certain ways like i told you expressing myself and showing my vulnerability to mm. people knowing that i've heard that i've cried that i've also been in sorrow like that was a big um, shelf to break, you know, because I had to show myself to the world exactly how I really am, you know, mm-hmm. how God made me because I'm just human and I experience everything that that most people have experienced. We have too, you know, and even now that I've already written the book, I'm now breaking the shelf. For example, when I was creating my photo shoot of showing emotion that I have and of acting of new talents that 
this book has brought to life for me. And I think one of them right now was literally acting for the campaign shoot. I think it was, um, it was challenging for me. I think I had this, like I told you, the Carmen, like I was very outgoing and like I'm loud and, and, in reality, I have found myself again and I'm not that person. Like yeah. I'm very shy. Like um now I go out and sometimes I have even have like social anxiety. I'm like, oh my God, I'm really out. There's so many people here. Yeah, and it's like, what's me. wrong with me? I'm like, I used to be like the life of the party, but it was really just because I used to consume so much alcohol because I was cut up in certain things that were really just not really breaking my shell, just masking mm-hmm. um who I really was, which I really am a shy person sometimes. I'm like, doesn't even it's like a new self that I'm like grasping into. And I'm like, wow, this is really who I am. Like I'm not who I thought I was, which yeah. is what the book also reflects on. Yeah. It's a beautiful journey of re re-identifying yourself mm-hmm. and, and giving yourself. And because people hold you to certain standards, how you were in the past. I'm sure people from that you've known years ago, four years, Hey, you used to do this. What happened to you? I, that was three years ago. That was four literally, years ago. Like, why Carmen. are we talking? Yeah, that's Carmen, yeah. <laughs> that's literally me saying anything. I'm like, that wasn't me. Guys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> things change. We change with that. We learn, we we re-identify ourselves and I think that's the beauty in life that's just because that's who you were a year ago yesterday two years ago whatever doesn't mean that you have to go on through life being the same person I agree and you do not let people define you Mm. people will when you're at your highest people want to become your lowest moments like oh yeah now you're this but you used to why does that matter wow look who you are remember when you were back I hate that. I'm like, Bitch, bro. <laughs> Ain't nobody talking about that right now. Well, that's why most of the time, like, I love that quote. It's like, oh, if you knew me, you don't know me now. And I do still put that out there. Like, if you have this perception of me, of who I was six months ago, like, trust me, you don't know me. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. not, nothing to do. I still have the essence of love because I feel like I've always um, endured that even through the pain. I've always just given out that. Like, I always give out the love even in places that I shouldn't have. And that is still the essence of the self now that I am. But I think my boundaries, my morals, my values, my goals in life have all shifted and for the better. And like you sure says, like God is good. I think the most conversations I've had is probably with God. And he's the only person that also can help you. And just um, it's a helping hand through this journey of having faith in whatever you believe in. It doesn't have to be God. It can be the universe, whatever you right. call um, the most high. But I think the closer you get to that source the stronger you'll be and the more at peace you'll be with your journey. Yeah. When you know who you are and what you're meant to do in this world, what everybody else says about you is irrelevant. It's like irrelevant. I know I'm true to myself. Mm-hmm. I know I'm true to this, what we're doing and you're true to your writing and, and your creative art and who you are as a person, who cares what somebody said you were doing two years ago, three years ago, whatever. That's the version that you're holding yourself in your, in your head about me. That's, that's, that's my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how, how you should feel about me, but I, I, I'm, I know who I, I have am. peace of mind. I'm, you know, I'm me and I have peace and that's, that's all that matters. I agree. I was going to. Cool. No, I want to. <laughs> yeah, no. So I do want to start wrapping it up. Um, but before we obviously have our final thoughts. So I want you to, you know, wrap up everything that we talked about. Final thoughts moment, you know, something you live by, whatever. But I also want you to one last time, you know, promote the book as much as you can promote yourself. So say everything you got to say. The box. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so I think wrapping up everything that we have talked about um, that could relate to my book, Too Much by Exothao, it says, deep inside the relationship of poetry and Talia Dominguez. Essentially, you're going to get an insight of my path, of my journey until now, until a couple months ago. And my intention for the book, I'm always going to mention it here and every, is for it to be a life source for people. I want it to help you. I don't want it to make you feel like I'm ahead of you because I'm really not. 
um, just because you're going through the toxic relationship now or just other circumstances doesn't mean that I'm any better than you. I think we're all the same. I think what makes us different is the path that you choose for yourself. So it doesn't mean that I'm better than you. It's just I chose a different path than you. But my book is a reminder that you could choose better for yourself and you could have that good relationship with yourself. You can love yourself and you will find somebody that believes just like you in love and you won't have to settle for less. Don't settle. That would be like my final thing. Like don't settle if you know deep down inside that's not what you're meant for. And that's something that I, I hold on to this whole time. I knew I was destined for more. And I know that I'm destined for everything, everything that I want. And I just go after it. Ooh, you heard that? Some Ooh, yeah. some of these. <laughs> we'll translate over that. I got you, girl. Awesome. <laughs> With that being said, man, it's so it's so refreshing because you know, and and we're a little bit of a slight sidetrack. It's funny because like when we when I had you on, a lot of my boys are like, "Yo, Dalia's hot as fuck." But I'm like, <laughs> dude, if only you were able to get into her mind, dude. Yeah. Because oh, when you came, because no, you are you're a very beautiful girl. But when you come here and you actually start speaking, it's like what is in her head yeah. and the fact that you you spend like a little over an hour here and then you wrote a book and it, i encourage everyone follow everything that she puts out because uh, aside from a pretty face she has a great heart but a very deep mind there's a lot going up there extremely oh, creative and who she's worked for i told you before the photographer they worked for i always forget his name but um you know he, you really do create art with everything that you do so thank you thank you so much for coming on thank you it was an thank honor you, you. homegirl on the side yeah we don't know who she is mystery <laughs> woman Sophie. thank you so much <laughs> thank um, you with that being said it is time to break up so to wrap Sorry. things up yeah, i know it's over <laughs> uh, Please like the video down below if you made it this far. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Ring the notification bell on social media. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Spotify and iTunes. We're missing an Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. It's We'll figure it out. Spotify and iTunes on the way. Coverbreakup.com website. With that being said, Dalia, Tao. Thank you so much. No, thank you guys for having me. And I look forward to next time. Hey, until next time. Ciao, guys. Later, guys. Bye.